This is no April Fool's joke. Our March membership campaign was so successful that we're extending it through the entire month of April. Enjoy 50% off the regular monthly or annual membership price. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code NOFOOLING, one word, to receive 50% off our regular membership price of $50 per year or $5 per month. Members receive access to bonus content, an ad-free listening experience, exclusive blog posts, an invitation to join the DSR Slack community, and more. This is a limited time offer, so act now. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code NOFOOLING to receive 50% off. Thank you. It's April 12th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kotnor. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. According to an exclusive from Reuters, Serbia, the only country in Europe that has refused to sanction Russia for its invasion of Ukraine, agreed to supply arms to Kyiv or has sent them already, according to a classified Pentagon document. The document, a summary of European government's responses to Ukraine's requests for military training and lethal aid or weapons, was among dozens of classified documents posted online in recent weeks in what could be the most serious leak of U.S. secrets in years. Serbia's defense minister, Milos Vucevic, dismissed the intel as untrue in a statement on Wednesday. Serbia did not, nor will it be, selling weapons to the Ukrainian nor the Russian side, nor to countries surrounding that conflict, Vucevic said. President Alexander Vucic's office and the Ukrainian embassy did not immediately respond to a Reuters request for comment. The Pentagon also did not immediately respond to Reuters' questions about the document's reference to Serbia and has previously declined to comment on any of the leaked documents. China and Russia are in advanced secret talks with Iran to replenish the Islamic Republic's supply of a key chemical compound used to propel ballistic missiles, diplomats familiar with the matter say, a move that would mark a clear violation of United Nations sanctions and possibly help Moscow replenish its depleted stock of rockets. Political reports that Tehran has held concurrent negotiations with officials and government-controlled entities from both countries, including the state-owned Russian chemical maker FKP Anazit, to acquire large amounts of ammonium percolate, or AP, the main ingredient in solid propellants used to power missiles, said the diplomats, who requested anonymity in order to discuss confidential information. The exact quantity of AP Iran is seeking to purchase isn't clear, but the diplomats familiar with its plans estimate it would be sufficient to build thousands of rockets, including the Zulfagar missile, which has a range of 700 kilometers and has been used by both Iran and its proxies in the Middle East in recent years. If the deal goes through, some of those rockets could end up being deployed against Ukraine, the diplomats said. The AP is reporting that Mexico's top immigration official will face criminal charges in a fire that killed 40 migrants in Ciudad Juarez last month, with federal prosecutors saying he was remiss in not preventing the disaster, despite earlier indications of problems at his agency's detention centers. 
the decision to file charges against Francisco Garduño, the head of Mexico's National Immigration Institute, was announced late Tuesday by the Federal Attorney General's office. It followed repeated calls from within Mexico and from some Central American nations not to stop the case at the five low-level officials, guards, and a Venezuelan migrant already facing homicide charges in the case. The Attorney General's office said several other officers of Garduño's agency will also face charges for failing to carry out their duties, the statement said, but prosecutors did not explain what specific charges or identify the officials. Prosecutors said the case showed a pattern of irresponsibility. Elsewhere, according to Reuters, U.S. President Joe Biden will meet Prime Minister Rishi Sunak and Northern Irish political leaders in Belfast on Wednesday, kicking off a three-day Irish tour with a speech to mark the 25th anniversary of Northern Ireland's 1998 peace deal. Biden, who is fiercely proud of his Irish heritage, will spend just over half a day in the U.K. region before traveling south to the Irish Republic for two and a half days of speeches and meetings with officials and distant relatives. The brief Belfast stop comes against the backdrop of the latest political stalemate in which the devolved power-sharing government, a key part of the 1998 peace deal, has not met for more than a year due to a row about post-Brexit trade arrangements. Biden will discuss the latest developments in Ukraine with Sunak, but is not expected to speak about a potential free trade agreement with Britain, White House official Amanda Sloat told a news conference. The Straits Times reports that Myanmar's military said on Wednesday it carried out the deadly attack on a village gathering organized by its insurgent opponents this week, and if civilians were also killed, it was because they were being forced to help the terrorists. At least 50 people, including children, were killed in Tuesday's airstrike, according to media reports and a witness contacted by agents France Press, as the United Nations and Western powers condemned the attacks and demanded accountability. UN rights chief Volker Turk said he was horrified by the deadly airstrikes, whose victims, he said, included schoolchildren performing dances. Mr. Turk accused Myanmar's military of once again disregarding clear legal obligations to protect civilians in the conduct of hostilities. The global body called for those responsible to be brought to justice. According to Politico, Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg sued House Republicans on Tuesday to prevent them from issuing a subpoena to a former assistant DA who has criticized aspects of Bragg's investigation into former President Donald Trump. In a 50-page lawsuit, Bragg slammed House GOP efforts to compel the testimony of his former lieutenant, Mark Pomerantz, as a brazen and unconstitutional attack and a campaign of harassment in retaliation for the district attorney's investigation and prosecution of Mr. Trump. Bragg is seeking a court order to bar Pomerantz from complying with the subpoena, and he also urged the court to issue a preliminary injunction and a temporary restraining order to prevent Congress from enforcing the subpoena. Bragg's lawsuit features a chronology of Jordan and the House Judiciary Committee's public statements attacking the DA and bashing the investigation of Trump, which he says betrays the political nature of the GOP investigation. 
He contends that those Republican statements are evidence that the committee lacks a legitimate legislative purpose for probing his office and is instead using it to punish a political adversary engaged in a criminal investigation. The Washington Post reports that tough new measures approved by Russia's lower House of Parliament on Tuesday will make it almost impossible for Russians to dodge conscription in the future. The law provides for electronic military summonses with bans on draftees leaving the country, making it possible to quietly sweep up thousands more men to fight, even as the Kremlin is denying plans for a controversial new mobilization. The state Duma, which is the lower chamber, approved the legislation with just one abstention. The upper house, the Federation Council, is expected to adopt it Wednesday and send it on to Putin for his approval, which is widely expected. In lighter news from the UPI, a 21-year-old Chinese college student broke a Guinness World Record when he used only four fingers to do 22 push-ups in one minute and clapped his hands in between each push-up. Zhang Yuxuang said he started training his body with weights and push-ups at the age of 13, and he started doing finger push-ups as a junior high school student after seeing the exercises being performed in kung fu movies. He added, I think I have the ability to challenge records for one-hour push-ups, three-hour plank, fingertip push-ups with weights, handstand walking, and sit-ups. Next, I will prepare for these record applications and train seriously, so please look forward to it. That's all the news I have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune in to our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.